Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, just a couple of announcements here quickly. We do have a, a tight schedule here. Uh, Danny's in the back helping with the kids. Is he? Yes. And then we had the, the blood drive. How many gave blood? I gave blood. I'm over two gallons. Yes. Found out there's other B negatives in here. That's awesome. So whoever gets shot, you know, uh, you know, uh, God forbid. <laughs> But Danny said that their goal was like uh, 42 or 43 units, if I get this correctly, and there was 43 or whatever that was over. So that was great. So that was a full-time thank you, Danny, for coordinating that wonderful job and those that helped and cleaned up crew and, and all of that. Next Sunday, um, the 2nd, um, we have the Church 101 has been announced in the rock, and we have a water baptism. Water baptisms are awesome. And so I've put, we have a list out there. I know some people don't like lists, but it would really help us. Uh, the whole service would be dedicated to that. Those are powerful services. So we'll have the tank here. I got heaters this year. Uh, and uh, it's just a great time. It's a great time. And then uh, we'll receive communion. And then, uh, then we'll have a church potluck. So we'll eat. So it's gonna, you don't want to miss that. And if you just show up and you're like, well, uh, I don't know, and then you decide you put your clothes on, that's fine, we got towels for you. You'll just be wet the rest of the, uh, when you eat lunch. So anyhow, amen. Amen. Well, thank you for coming out today. Uh, I want to welcome the Legacy Launch team uh, for them to, to come forward, to come up here. Uh, Jessica Witt has just been amazing orchestrating this. You know, when you have the right people on the team and on the bus, the bus moves really in sync, amen? So I don't know why people are not coming up when I just invited them. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know if I wasn't that, not that clear, but let's give them a hand as they come. Um, and so we have, uh, you know, Mark Mittendorf and, and Steve Stone, uh, they are absent today, there's a wedding. But they're all in as trustees, and we have Julie here, we have Taylor and Holly, and uh, I just want to also mention today's meeting is really not a Q&A, but it's just, it's just to bring answers and clarity that uh, some of you have asked about as we move forward with this building, and, and so we, we appreciate your questions. You can email us at, at uh, office at Harvest if you had a question about something, or Write it on a piece of paper, drop it in one of the offering buckets, or, <clears throat> or you could talk to one of the trustees, or if it's a financial thing, you can uh, overwhelm Julie, and she can handle. <laughs> Julie is amazing, does an amazing job, and we're just so thankful for all. Uh, so those are, uh, and, then, and then some of those questions on the beginning of the month, uh, uh, we will do our best to, to keep you updated with uh, that. So as I, I move forward here, so... We have Jeff up here. Many of you know Jeff. Jeff started with us from the beginning, uh, and Jeff's a dear friend, uh, and he's, we're going to tag team here in a moment. But just as we begin, let's just take a moment and pray. Father, we humble ourselves before you, and we recognize that <clears throat> in and of ourselves that we can do nothing, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can do all things through Christ. And Lord, we are humbled in this moment that at such a time when there's so much insanity and craziness and uncertainty and fear in the world, there's joy in the house of God. There's joy with the people of God. There's forward motion, Lord, in this house. And I am, I am humbled by that. 
And so, Lord, I just thank you for such a, an awesome group of people. And as you continue to add to this church, as we move forward with this building, your blessing and your hand upon us, give us your wisdom, we ask in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen, amen. amen. And so uh, these are really just bullet points. And I was told I have seven minutes and I've probably burned up six right now. So we have a vision and a mission. As a church, a vision is something that's specific. Every church should have a mission. It's, it's why you're there. God did not call you to come to a church and look at the back of somebody's head for 30 years and then you die. Amen? You are to be a part. You're, so we are an equipping church and our passion or desire is to equip you. I feel my call as a pastor is not just to marry the wed, bury the dead, you know, be clerical Joe. Amen. There's others God wants to raise up that have gifts that are better than me, that are anointed in that area, and that's my job, is to help equip. So we're an equipping church to help you live an irresistible lifestyle, and that, that you don't just say, wow, that's great, I'm blessed, but you engage, that you engage the community in, in these works of service for God's kingdom. And our mission, we keep it really simple, and it's to do what it takes. Well, what does it take, Pastor Mike? Whatever it takes in that moment. So we have things that pop up and say, you know what, we're doing this, and, and we may not marry that. We don't marry stuff, per se, ministries. If I say this, you've heard me say it before, if the horse is dead, we dismount, and we move on. Amen? <clears throat> and so we do, what we do what it takes, whatever it takes to reach and disciple people. Uh, a question that was asked about why we started, and, and it was a passion. Uh, we had just finished uh, erecting a 15,000-square-foot building where I literally poured the footings. I literally poured the forms on that, that building, and we built that youth center in Ashby when I was part of the, at that time, it was the Country Bible Church, now it's the Destiny Church. We love those people in Ashby, wonderful folks. We're still in relationship with them. What a blessing, Pastor Steve. Um, <clears throat> and so I had a, a heart and a passion here to start a full gospel church and felt the stirring of the Holy Spirit. And uh, Pastor Steve, this was new uh, for him, and, and so we're 30 miles away, and he said, well, let's pray about it. So we spent a whole day at his father's lake home there in Ashby. I know it was suffering for Jesus, but we prayed, and we fasted the whole day for 10 hours, like just walking and praying, said, Lord, what is the mind of God for this church? And we, I didn't even have a name at that time. And, and so as we prayed, and we felt the peace of God and, and God's blessing. And so here's the thing, and this is very important. The church didn't start from a split. Some of you know what the magnitude of what I just said right there. Some of you are like, oh, no big deal. That's huge. God, see, I'm not that smart enough as a pastor to keep this going. <laughs> I'm not that gifted enough. But see, when the favor of God is on you, it's like water on the back of a duck. Amen? Curse causes cannot, it doesn't mean I'm perfect. Far from it. Far from it. I stumble and I fall. The motto of my life is this. What? If you fall and get back up. Amen? <laughs> Amen? Six foot one. Thank you. God bless you, sister, in the front row, second row. Uh, someone believes. <laughs> I need believers in the house. Can I get an amen? <laughs> so it wasn't started from a, a split. Uh, it was started of a blessing into release. Amen? And so I'm thankful for that. How did we get our name? Very quickly, Harvest. Uh, it was around 1999 and just before we launched the church, but we knew we were. And I said, okay, it's got to be a church. I was in Ukraine. I was in Ukraine on a mission trip at 4 a.m. And the reason why is because I was wide awake, and we would go from city to city, and sometimes we'd drive all night. It'd be cold. 
wrap ourselves in wool blankets and rickety old vehicles, rough, some of the roughest roads in the world are in the back roads of Ukraine. And, and I remember the guys falling asleep, you know, and I'm like, I started talking to the missionary, Peter Mills, finished his course and he's with Jesus right now. And, uh, and I was talking, I said, Pete, you know, we, it's a church, but it should be something. And what is the church for? And I'm just babbling along and talking out loud. And, and the thought came to me at 4 a.m. It's a church, but we should be, where are we now? We're in the harvest field. It's church for the harvest. So here we are 20 years later. <laughs> it's church for the harvest and uh, amen. So um, I've shared about the mission and vision. And so now Jeff, I'm gonna turn it over to Jeff Anderson. So I've been with uh, from the start, and, uh, you know, Mike and I have been friends for many years, and, and uh, Mike said it's, he's, we feel called, he feels called to be a church, and I, 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 I was all in right away. And, you know, we first started meeting in uh, a living room, and uh, Mike around his house, and my kids are little like some of yours, and now they're all growing up, and that was in 1999, in October 1999. About a year later, we went to the technical college, and uh, again, that was on a Sunday night. Um, we met in the technical college for till uh, uh, 2002, and then we went to the Discovery Middle School for Sunday morning. That was a big step for us. And uh, we started meeting at the auditorium at Discovery Middle School in 2002. Again, you know, we're constantly packing up, unpacking. And in 2006, we've got this place we're in right now. We've been here since 2006, October 2006, and, you know, my kids have grown up. I've been blessed to be a part of this church, but we need to move on. You know, this is a, we're renting here. We need to move on to a new area, a new facility, and, and uh, we were graciously gifted some land in fall of 2010, and uh, it's over, if, for those that may be not familiar, it's to the northwest of where the target is. Uh, across straight north of there's some new apartments going up. You can drive by, see the buildings, and or the, where the building site's going to be, and building soon. And uh, but uh, we were, like I said, graciously gifted some land, and it's just under five acres. And you know now we're we're going on. We're we're starting a building phase, and and people with me here are going to be talking about the the next steps and uh, some of the different things we're going to do. And it just it feels great to be moving forward. It's an awesome day for us. Man. Thank you, Jeff. <clears throat> so those of you who have been a part of the journey, uh, it's been a lengthy process. Uh, when we signed the lease, here, the lease here in 2006, I figured uh, three years we'll be out of here. <clears throat> here we are. <laughs> but you know, 20 is, uh, you look up in, in, in the scriptures, it's uh, like a number of completion and fulfillment. Uh, and I'm like, praise God. Well, we sure did that. <laughs> Uh, and so here's the thing. We left no stone unturned. There was questions about, hey, what about other buildings? We looked at other buildings. We looked at the old Kmart building. We looked at other buildings where we had to do a lot of uh, construction in-house, breaking up concrete. The biggest issue was sprinkler systems and a cost. Some of them were cost prohibitive. And uh, there was parking issues. There was Low-fi zone areas where the airport, we looked at other buildings with that. Uh, certain lease space we needed. And then, and then calculating right now, interest rates are amazing, if you know. And, 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 and the amount of money we've just begun to save and save because of your generosity uh, through the years has just increased. And since even 2019, amazing 
We had an amazing year last year, one of the greatest years, and this year is starting out to be even more amazing. So it means God is with us in this. It's just, this is not so sad to say in many churches for some reason, and I'm just, I'm humbled by that, okay? I don't know how else to say that. And so, so uh, we, you know, it came to a point where we put the numbers together and we said, you know what? It is, it'll be more economical for us to, to move into our own brand new building and have what we have on our own property and have our own building. Amen. Amen. So at this time, we want to just, uh, I want to introduce my wife, Rhonda. Uh, I actually get to go first. Oh, okay. Because I had <laughs> Katie's name on here, but... <laughs> Okay, master list. I'll master sit back list. down. I'm done. <laughs> it's all good. I get to talk about kids. Um, so I'm super excited for our current kids and even just in our members, just seeing all the pregnant ladies. It's so fun. Um, so I'm going to backtrack a little bit, um, give you some numbers. Um, so currently we have, for members, we have 73 children and youth who are 18 and under. And of those, I think this number is amazing, we have 37 who are five years old and under, which is awesome. <laughs> um, and then for six to 12, we have 17. And then 13 to 18, there are 19. And that's just our members. So that's just everyone who's committed, they're planted, all that. That doesn't include guests, any of that kind of stuff. So I just think that's really cool to know. Um, so on a given Sunday morning in our classrooms, we average about 10 to 15 kids, um, which is, depending on the classroom, like our nursery right now, that gets kind of packed and full. Um, and one of the things with our current space that has been a challenge is just how spread out we are. Um, so with the new space, do you have my, I was going to say, it'll come. So with the new space, we're going to have three classrooms as well as a bigger nursery. So you can kind of, you can see, it's probably bigger up there. You can see up there. But what, with the layout, with the piece that I was really excited when I was helping um, just design and give input, is that it's all down the same wing. And in addition to that, there's bathrooms for the kids right by the classroom. Because we all know little pre-K, like potty training, you need a bathroom and you need it fast. Um, and even in our nursery, we're going to be able to have a sink right there so we can wash hands after diaper changes, all of that. Um, and one of the other really neat things about the classrooms is they're all going to be multi-purpose use. So during the week, they'll be able to be used for life groups. Kim's going to be able to use them for youth groups, small groups. They can be used for events. So it's not just Sunday morning that we're thinking about. We're thinking about throughout the week so we can use this building to reach people every day of the week. I always love that Mike always brings that up. He's like, we didn't just build a building to let it sit empty. Um, we want to see it vibrant and full. So, and then along with that, one of our other driving factors in our layout has been security. Um, so you can see up there, we've got our info desk and our children's check-in. And so we'll actually be able to have some double doors. You can see it. Oh, you've even got a pointer. I love it. Um, so the double doors will be able to be shut. So after everyone's all checked in, we'll be able to shut that and be able to just keep everybody safe. Um, and we're going to continue our simple and easy check-in system in the new building as well. Um, Last point I just wanted to bring up was um, we will still have a nursing mom's room like we have currently just because we want to continue to see growth and we love seeing the kids come. So that's kind of the kids area. Um, 
But if you have questions, want to chat with me more, I would love to chat with you guys. And I get to turn it over to Rhonda. So being the architect's daughter, I would love to walk you through the building. <laughs> so currently, just as a reference point, we have 10,000 square feet of very in, an inefficient space here in this building. We've got classrooms, bath, bathrooms, everything's just mixed up. In the new building, we will have 12,000 square feet that flow beautifully. Um, today, we have about 230 chairs in this auditorium, and the new facility will have 395 at max capacity. So that gives you a reference point. Um, and for, as far as stage and sound go, I am not that techie person, but we have engaged a professional audio and video company to ensure that we get the best quality product. It'll be a lot of wireless, things will be sleek, easy, good quality, and all of that. So walking through the building, here's our front door. And this is the beautiful coffee bar, which I will give you a sneak peek of in a bit. Um, the chair and sanctuary configuration is going to change. The nursing mom's room will be back here, and the stage will be on the south side. So that's changing a bit. Um, the kitchen's here. The fellowship hall there, from that space to that wall, is the same size as the kids' back kids' area here as reference point. So we have a good space. Bathrooms will be back here. They will be beautiful. They will not look, they will not look like a truck stop. <laughs> Jackie has picked out beautiful tile, and they will be appealing and lovely and clean. So I'm excited about that. Um, what else was I going to... The kitchen will be a beautiful, sleek white oak that will meet all of our needs for around food. All of our catering and supplies will be in full-length storage units, so there won't be running to look for roasters in storage rooms and things of that nature. Um, and the most important thing, our coffee bar, <laughs> is... 12 feet long, the bottom right shows it's 12 feet long, and the stone is the stone up there that will be in the backdrop. So we're excited to have a beautiful space to come to. So we'll pass yeah. it on to you. Okay, so um, my role in this is just to take this from an industrial shell to our church, to our home, um, we want people here. And for those that are just here on Sundays, our church is being used almost every day. We have meetings here. There's mom's group. Youth is insane, the numbers of kids that are here. So we want people in the new building. We want it to be um, comfortable, cozy, and not just, you know, a cold concrete building. Um, my uh, good friend sitting up here, she's... Um, taught me that if you don't use it or love it, you don't need it. So we're being very uh, mindful of the selections we make, that they're um, in budget. Budget is not a bad term. Um, it's the money that we get to spend on this beautiful building. And if we don't need it, we don't need it. If we don't love it, we don't need it. So um, we're just being mindful of that. Rhonda is so diligent in making um, things organized, and so even calculating out, you know, will all this fit in our storage? We needed more storage in the kitchen, so we added some. So um, this slide up here is just a little bit of a sneak peek of what it's going to look like. Um, 
the, it's kind of the exterior and also some of the interior sneak peeks. So we'll have some stone, some dark steel, um, this really neat stucco panel, black hardware windows, um, concrete floors, which um, they're going to be cozy too, even though they're concrete. Um, we have some nice dark woods, light woods. Um, it's going to be a beautiful building. I can't wait for you all to see it um, because what I've learned from them is uh, we want this to feel like a home. We want you to be comfortable here. We want you to be here. Um, So I get to introduce Julie Coddington. So Julie has been with Harvest as the treasurer since 2019, or not 2019, 1999 when they started. And Julie would never brag on herself, but what she does is, is amazing. And, and being a part of the, the yes. And I didn't really understand that until I started uh, being a part of the trustee uh, board. And so we're just so thankful to have Julie, and, and thank you for all that you do. And she's going to start taking us into the financials, and then I'll, uh, I'll kind of wrap it up with, you know, timeline and, and what our loan looks like. So That was very kind. Taylor, thank you. Yes, so I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited today because um, I guess that's the big thing is that this is happening. <laughs> So you all can, we want you to partner with us, but you all can also just relax. This is, this is happening. It's just, it's so exciting. We've already signed the loan. Rhonda took pictures. <laughs> um, so this is going forward. But I just, I wanted to um, just let you, all of you know, though, that um, this wasn't gone into lightly and that this is doable. I guess that's the other thing, that this isn't something where it's like, oh, we're just going to turn ourselves over and lay flat and, like, scrape by and try and get this done. But, no, this was a doable thing. Um, God has just worked in amazing ways. And Pastor Mike shared a little bit about that earlier with um, compared to a couple years ago where we were at. You know, interest rates have gone down. Um, we've come out of, we've had about three or four strong years in a row. And when I say strong, just from a revenue standpoint with tithes and offerings and giving into this church, it's just been incredible. So um, not only has there been giving into the Legacy Project Fund, but just extra funds that have come in where we're over plan, we've been able to set those aside as well. And, our, and the board has decided to dedicate some of those funds to be used for this project. So we're just sitting in a place which it's just much more comfortable. Um, and as Mike shared, there's been a lot of due diligence done. They have looked at every option, whether it makes sense, um, looking at what payments would be. And there's been times where he's had to just lay it down <laughs> and, and wait. He knew that it was coming. We could sense that even in the last couple of years. He would just be like, oh, okay. But all of a sudden, just the doorway is opened, and here we are. And even like the first quarter, for those that of you are members, I just sent out the results, and it was just quite astounding. And when I was preparing the financials for the bank, it's always so much fun. <laughs> they just were beautiful. I mean, just, and I remember commenting, and I'm like, look at this, just even from where we are now and projected to go forward. And I remember you commented back, you're like, just confirms, this just confirms that now is the time. Now is the time to go forward. So I'm excited for all of us to be able to partner in this journey. And I just want all of you to know, though, that this is a good thing. And it's going to be an impact in the community. And um, 
anyway. So we're just excited to go forward. So now here, I'll turn it back to you. <laughs> yeah, so thank you guys for all the, the years of giving. You know, the Legacy Fund started out, I don't know how many years ago, but in preparation for this build. And, and so it's been, what, 13 years in the making that, that this has, has been. And so we're so excited to move forward, and, and now's the right time. Um, and the last time I was up here, I was able to speak on sex and stuff that I'm not uh, <laughs> fully comfortable with. So now you get, you get me, and I'm talking about something I actually am. Well, I'm not, passion, not that I'm not passionate about sex. I am. Let's, let's maybe start that over. But I can at least speak to maybe timeline and money a little bit more. So I'll just shut up, and we'll get right into it. <laughs> um, so anyway, so show of hands, who has ever built a house before? Okay. And out of those same people, yeah, you guys are in the middle of it, how many of those have been on time with everything? No hands are up. So I want to temper this with, this is the projection, right? Mike signed the paperwork on Thursday, so we're moving forward. Um, but our target move-in date is November 1st. You know, and that's awesome. But there's a lot of stuff that's got to happen between now and then, six months from now. Um, so this just gives you an idea. They are we're waiting on one more permit uh, from the city before we can start moving some dirt. Um, but otherwise, on, on May 17th, that'll be an exciting day. That's when all of the steel will be delivered uh, sometime that week. So if you drive out there sometime that week, you should see a bunch of steel that will just be laying there. It won't be going up quite yet. But in that June to July time frame, you should see that building being erected, um, which is always a, a fun time. And then moving down through that, there'll be some interior rough-in plumbing, electrical work. Um, uh, and then there's going to be that interior build-out, along with some of that exterior stuff that will be, will be worked on. And then in the future, there's going to be uh, playground landscaping, just some, some things right now that, that weren't urgent to put in, um, but that we've definitely put some thought into. Um, for, for future. Um, so as far as the, the construction loan, I, I didn't see a ton of hands that, that went up during that. So I just want to go over what that process looks like for us. And, um, and as Mike mentioned, we'll be updating you on a monthly basis, if not more. And by all means, if you guys ever have any questions, come up to one of us and ask, and we're happy to, happy to explain everything. But what a construction loan is, is you go to Viking Bank, that, that's who we're working with, for example. You go to Viking Bank, they say, okay, we're going to give you $10 to build your house. So at the end, of the end of the project, you use nine of those dollars. So what you're going to do is your payments are going to be based off of nine dollars. And that's going to be it moving forward. Let's say, second example, you borrow nine dollars. And at the end of the project, you say, hey, I got a couple dollars laying around. I'm going to reduce that loan amount. So we're going to put those two dollars towards that nine dollars. Now we're taking a loan out for seven dollars. That's going to be important for kind of what we're going, what I'll get into. Um, but that's how a construction process would work. Once that loan then is locked in at $7, your payments are based off of that, which one is going to give you less of a payment each month. There's less of a burden on you. Your, um, everything else will be the same, but there's going to be less of a burden. Two, in the long run, you're going to pay less interest. You know, Mike mentioned it before, is, is we have great interest rates right now. We had a couple banks that were, that were um, vying for our business, which is a great position to be in, and so we... Uh, with the help of Mike, we were able to get a very aggressive rate. Um, so those are kind of the, the two reasons. And, and as you can see here, here's what the numbers look like. Um, the total build cost 
will be right around two million. So that's gonna be from interior, exterior work that's gonna be done. That'll take care of it all. And you can see in there that the land was appraised at 1.2 million, so very generous donation years back. Um, so that's amazing. Um, and really the other goal that I wanna point out here right now is the goal loan amount of 1.1 million. What that will be able to do for us as a, as a church is we're gonna be able to be put in a position where our projected payment based off of that $1.1 million will be nearly the same as what we're renting for right now, which is amazing. So on there, um, you'll notice we have current legacy funds of 600,000. So that's been you know, the years of just the, the generosity of, of everyone sitting here and, and people that have you know, been before us. Um, and so we're going to be using that towards that down payment to reduce that, reduce that burden, that debt burden that, that we're going to take on. Um, and then the second part with that, you'll notice, and kind of the big, one of the big reasons that we're here today is we have a goal, we've targeted a goal of $300,000 that we would like to raise between now and October, uh, end of October, early November, when, we, when we're done with the building. Um, what that's going to allow us to do, as you can see, is is put us in a position where we're going to be very comfortable. You know, this, this church has been, been very generous in the, in the four years that, that we've been a part of it. Um, and we want to continue that. We, wanna, we don't want to put ourselves in a position um, where we're going to be stretching, where we're going to be scraping to get by. And, and we've seen tremendous growth. Um, and so we want to be generous. We want to be, you know, this is a church. This is to reach people. Um, we want our, our funds and our dollars past this closing date to go out and reach more people for the kingdom. So that's our, that's our goal there um, with that 300,000 that, that we're gonna, that's, that's our ask of you, that's our ask of, of us up here um, that we'll be shooting for. Um, and as you'll see over the, the coming months, there's gonna be you know, continuous goals that, that we see and we're gonna be, we're gonna be whittling that down, um, but, but there's gonna be a chart. You know, we wanna break it into something that's, that's attainable. Um, you know, we have 300 chairs that we're going to lay out on this chart, and, and each of them is going to, you know, signify a $1,000 gift, you know, towards this. It's, it's, it's the legacy that we're looking to build. Um, you know, we have 37, 37 kids that are under five. Just, I mean, we want to put them in a good situation 30 years down the road. When our kids are 30, I hope that this is double or triple. I mean, we're... We're expanding, um, so that's that's just our vision and our goal and and the passion that we have for it. So, so thanks for for considering. Be prayerful of it. Um, this is going to be open for six months, and six months is important because that's that's when that 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 building is going to be done, right? That's when we want to lock in that 1.1 million, and to to get there, that 300,000 um, will be important. And so we just ask, be prayerful of it. You know, we have time to do this, um, but we just thank you for, for thinking about it and being a part of it. Um, and then the other, two other things before I, before I pass it on that I remember that I got to touch on is um, we're, we're in the process. Kelly Schrock is the general contractor. Um, and so I know Mark had mentioned something a couple weeks back as far as, hey, if, you know, my brother-in-law, he pours concrete or my dad, he does sheetrock, whatever the case might be, let me know, get in touch with me. A lot of that stuff has been nailed down already, but get in touch with me. I'm happy to have a conversation with you about that. Um, and then the other is, um, you know, I know when we, 
I think it was about a year and a year and a half ago when we, when we had met. There were different ideas thrown around about um, you know a potluck or a meatball supper or whatever. If you're Lutheran, you'd remember that. Um, but you know, garage sales. If if that's your blessing, we encourage you go ahead and, and go ahead and go out and do that uh, as a as a church and as a whole. We're you know we've decided against doing that together. You know, and and hosting that here. This is going to be you know. A lot of work in and of itself already. Um, so we encourage you if, if there's other you know ways and means that you want to go out and, and, and raise some funds you know to put towards this three hundred thousand, we encourage you to do so. Um, but this is you know there's not going to be anything special that we're doing as, as a group. I want to say um, so. Just be prayerful of it and, and thanks for you know putting us in the position that we're in today. So thank you. All right, well, as you can all surmise, now's the time, right? We are ready to go with this. And, you know, we, we just have to do this together. And we're, we're hearing this theme about, you know, we're a family. And this church building is our home. So if we think of it, you know, this is our home. And we all know, you know, Monday morning, we got to go out and we got to go out into the world, right? So I think about our, our title, our name. We are Church for the Harvest. I mean, the fields are ripe for the harvest, right? So our job is to come and get equipped in our building, in our church, but our main goal is to go out, and we're bringing people in, right? We want people to be saved. We want people to, you know, to know Christ. And that, this is just our hub, our place where we can gather and be equipped to do that. That's our mission. Our mission is to reach the harvest and to build the kingdom, and we're going to do that and this building is just going to be an added bonus and benefit for us to do that. So, so now's the time, and we're going to do this together. Um, the numbers, we've heard um, about the kids. So I thought this was interesting. Angie gave us some numbers on um, just people coming. So in 2020, our average attendance was 144. So far this year, the average has been 182. So God is growing our family. We're, we're growing. We're We've got a bigger family, and we need more space for the family. So Taylor talked about the $300,000. I would like to just put this out because I talked about tithing this morning. The tithe is the 10%. We have an opportunity here, you guys. This is the offering. This is the overflow. This is the extra. This is, this is beyond the tithe. So I just want to encourage you in that, too, that this, this 300000 However, if you do a bake sale or you do however you do that or if you, however you set that up for yourself, this is an offering. Um, and so just that there is a little bit of a difference there. Uh, we don't want, to, want you to quit tithing because we need that to operate as well. Uh, but this is an offering. So how you can give. So we've got some slides here. And there's many, many different ways that you can give. So um, certainly cash, a check, text to give. This is all going to be on the website, right, Rhonda? So... You know, you can see the, the text number. Um, you can do online giving through our Alexio app. How many use that right now? That, I'm telling you, with COVID, I started using that thing. It's so slick and so easy. So I encourage you to take a look at that. And then even through our, um, our Facebook page, there is a Give tab on there, and so you can give that way as well. Two things to remember, though. If you're giving by cash or check or even the text, you want to make sure that you're designating your gift to the Legacy Build Fund so that when the money comes in, Julie knows where to put it and that it's not just going to go into our general operating. But we need to know that it's for the building. 
The other thing is, if you use the Alexio app or you use the website, um, there is an option to set up kind of a recurring gift. So we are not doing pledges per se, if you're familiar with that. We're not doing that. But if you for yourself want to set it up so that you're giving maybe so much a month, you know, just for your own records and your own benefit, you can do that. You can go in and just set it up that you give so much per month and it'll just come out of your checking account. It's, it's easy. Um, PayPal was the other one I forgot to mention. That's an option as well. So there are lots of options for you um, on how to give. So it's up to you. Um, again, this is between you and the Lord. However, he directs you to give. Um, so I think that's all I have. So, and I know Katie's coming up with me, right? <laughs> um, so what can you expect each Sunday? Uh, up in the top left, there's going to be prayer points each week. You know, prayer is foundational, this church, and we need to continue to pray throughout the process. Uh, so we're even dealing with something right now with the city we need to break through to get our permit. And so, so we'll be updating you on that uh, as construction moves forward. And, and even, I throw this out, there'll be some Saturdays, nice weather that we pray from 9 to 10, usually here. We'll go out to the site if it's safe to do that. There's not any activity going on. And we're just going to pray over that process and write scriptures and things on beams and whatever that's going to be hidden and just make declarations uh, on that. And so giving you weekly updates. And so we have this layout that my wife so beautifully put together with these chairs and those ones that are highlighted is monies that we've already attributed towards this goal this year. So, <clears throat> so Katie. Yes. So when you guys leave, um, we've got these awesome posters. And so as you can see today already, we get to fill in six more chairs. And I just... I don't know. I just love that it's chairs because it's about people. This building is about people and bringing people in so that they can experience God. And so we just thought this would be a fun way for you as a family to have it. I don't know. I've got a spot on my fridge. I'm already going to put it up there. I'm going to have my kids help me color in chairs each week, and we're going to update it. And in all the kids' classrooms, we're going to be doing it there too. So just so we get that visual of moving forward. Thank you. Amen. So... Uh, and Taylor just hit on this, but just to reiterate, people said, hey, how can we, how can we help? Uh, we're funneling that to Taylor. He's the go-to guy in that. And uh, one of the things, and I've been with other church builds before, especially this Destiny Center and stuff out in New England, um, it's great. We love people's hearts and their willingness, and, and sometimes they feel that's all they're able to give and the help of the project, and there may need to be cleanup times. And like, hey, we need a dozen people to clean up site or whatever it may be, or you know, uh, we want to make sure that that's coordinated and Taylor knows about this, that we don't hold up the project. So if you can do something and think, oh, shoot, I got a phone call, I got to go and leave, that needs to be done before something else. How many of you have what I'm saying? So we just just trying to get that work together and we welcome and receive and are so thankful, we really are, for your heart in this to see the temple of the Lord built. Amen? Amen. So with that, uh, once again, very grateful for all of you. So thankful to the Lord. Such a giving church. We are excited. This is a great time uh, for harvest. And I'm told that I just need to mention that cookies and posters are being handed out by the engagement team. And um, thank you for coming out. 
Our last announcement before I invite Joey and Paul to close, Becca is here. And Becca has a quick announcement about something that we're gonna jump on, that we're gonna mount this horse Tuesday. She needs a microphone. <laughs> This is easier. Okay. Um, thank you all for, this is amazing. I'm just in awe of everything that's going on. And God keeps blessing us and keeps opening doors every day if we're willing. Um, this is an example of that. We got a call last week that there are 1,000 to 1,200 boxes of food available to pass out to our community. And if we wanted to do it, let's do it. And we said, yes, let's bless this community. That's what the heart of Harvest is all about. Um, so we jumped on it and we are going to be distributing between 1,000 and 1,200 boxes of food to this community on Tuesday. That's two days from now. So um, there are flyers out in the entryway. I'll be passing things out. If you would like to come, there is a sign-up sheet for some volunteers to help move boxes from a truck into people's cars and send them out into the community. Um, we're also going to be needing people to direct traffic, which would be awesome if you've got, you know, big, expressive bodies. Come on out, put on a bright yellow vest, and um, get people excited to be coming into the Church for the Harvest building. Um, this is going to be a really great opportunity, guys. I'm so blessed to be part of it, and I hope you guys are all blessed too. Come, if you nothing else, come and grab a box of food and tell your friends all about it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Becca. Um, Paul and Joey, you guys close us off. Thank you. Good morning, church. Good morning. Well, isn't this exciting? I just want to give this group, this team, uh, just so much appreciation. Can we show them how much we appreciate all the work that they've done over the last years. It's been amazing. Thank you guys. So yeah, I'm excited too about, um, I've been asked to just touch base on legacy just a little bit. And I guess, um, you know, when, when you reach a certain age, Joel, right? When you get old, you, you, you have to talk about legacy. So I think part of it is because uh, my family has three generations attending or members now of Harvest, and we've been here for about 10 years. There are many other families that, uh, that have three generations. I know Raxteads are one, uh, Wits are another, uh, Gergens, another one. Uh, is there any other families that have three generations as members or attend? Okay. Back there. Boutains, yes, yes. So, so, what? Bartolomeos, amen. Very soon, it, by faith. Uh, so it's just legacy is so important and we have an incredible legacy that God is working on and he has such big plans for us. I just look at my family and I go, um, you know, and I am at a certain age and I have grandkids and I just think, oh my goodness, there's going to be a time and it's, it's not going to be very long, even, if, even when I live to 120, where I'm not going to be able to influence my family anymore. And I need, to, I need to do it now when I can. And I also realize that I'm really not all that important <laughs> because God has a plan for my family. I need to do my part, but it's not dependent on me. He has a plan uh, to prosper my family. He has a plan, um, uh, you know, just to, well, prosper. That pretty much takes care of everything. That's health, relationships, um, uh, the resources that we need. 
So anyway, I'm rambling a little bit, but we at Church for the Harvest have such an incredible legacy that God is working on. Uh, so I'm, I'm really proud to be a part of it, and I'm excited to see where we're going and what God has planned for us. Um, and I know that with this building now, it's, it's a little bit more of a, an anchor point that's uh, been mentioned. It's a, a, a type of permanency, if, if I could say it that way. And I know that we're going to have more and more influence on our community, on our region, and even the world because of it. So that's why I'm so thankful that these guys are doing the heavy lifting and God is bringing us through. Amen. Amen. Yeah, don't go anywhere. Um, I was going to talk quickly on investment, but I'm not going to. I'll save that for next uh, Sunday's uh, tithe message. But this is one of the best investments you can make. I believe that. And, um, you know, there's two things I want to share really quick. Two, about two years ago, I shared in a, in a I think, one of our 3 by 10 messages. And they said, you know, what's your word for this church? And my word was, my church is being prepared to move. And that preparation period, it took a little time, right? It took a little longer than we thought. But I'm going to tell you, I watched it. And I'm going to tell you that I saw what the Lord did in that time. And he did. It was a spiritual formation period of faith, of unity, right, of purity. And also I, I sensed a greater um, awareness of the fear of the Lord in this house. And that's a beautiful thing. And then last fall, Mike, when you were preaching, this is, encourage, this is an encouragement. And when he was preaching last fall, he was declaring the truth of the word of God. And you paired it with the gospel. Okay, so you're standing in this day for truth, and, you, and then you instilled the gospel through, which is, it's not, it's not disconnected. And I sensed the Spirit of the Lord come and rest in this house during that message, and I told you that after that sermon. And I sensed it was a spirit of honor, because as Mike, you know, stewards that, that role here, and as we steward it with him, this, this, this opportunity we have here, it was honoring the Lord. The fear of the Lord is in this house, and then he returns that honor. And he says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, and in due time, he will exalt you. And the spiritual formation isn't done, right? It's not, the journey's not done, but there's a period. We went through it. I'm going to say we were, we were diligent in it, and that's important. So that perseverance must continue, but I'm, I'm seeing the hand of the Lord upon this, and that's what matters, right? If, you know, what's the scripture? The laborers, if they build on their own, basically, they build in vain, Unless the Lord builds the house. So that's the goal there. So that's my word. And while you guys are still up here, let's, let's extend our hands towards these guys. I know we're missing Mark and Steve and maybe some other ones. You know, even Jess, I know, and lots of other people do a lot of work with this. So we're going to pray over you guys really quickly, okay? So right now in Jesus' name, I just bless Holly and Julie and Taylor and Jeff and Katie and Jackie and Rhonda and Mike and the other ones that are not in here right now, Lord. We lift them up before you. We declare blessing on them. We declare supernatural favor with men, with the city, with contractors. I pray that you give them revelation, Lord, insight in making decisions. I pray that you give them a spirit of perseverance, diligence. I pray they would not waver in faith, but that you would fill them with your spirit for this task. And I thank you that you will be glorified in this process. I pray for a spirit of unity. We rebuke division. We rebuke any sort of attacks of the enemy, Lord. We declare a hedge of protection around this house. A hedge of protection, Lord. I thank you for answering every single one of our prayers. You are faithful over your people. So we just bless you right now, Lord, and we thank you for the leadership.
in this, in this process. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.